Paso. So this morning we come to the final phase of the cycle of the various shamatha methods. The fourth of the sub-methods, let's say, or the fourth, fourth of the four methods of shamatha without a sign or awareness of awareness. There's a wonderful complementarity between the mindfulness of breathing on the one hand, the awareness of awareness. For many of you, I know you've been combining these two as balancing earth and sky. It's a wonderful combination. And so as we, again, look ahead, but also today, uh, I plan to put in quite a few hours of meditation today in, in the midst of all of the activities. Fully intend to continue. Um, but especially when there's a lot of activity going on, a lot of talking, planning, just activity in the world, of course, it's very easy for the stability to slip away. And a practice like settling the mind in this natural state could be just an exercise in, fut in futility or exasperation. And it's kind of like almost a mantra, I am a loser, I am a loser, I can't do this. <laughs> and I'm cognitively, cognitively fusing with it every time it comes up, I really suck. Um, so that's probably not going to be the most effective one when there's just a lot of stuff going on in the mind. And so on those occasions, and today might be a really good case, here we are the last full day of the retreat, we're talking, we're engaging, you might have already started packing, looking very much ahead, um, and probably looking to the, back, to the past as well. In, in the midst of that, this is kind of like a, in the midst of a gale or a storm, a hurricane, of just lots of waves of thoughts and emotions, memories, fantasies, and so forth coming up. Um, so if we come back to the metaphor of your 60-foot schooner, don't ask me why I decided it was a schooner or a 60-foot. My grandfather had one. I, maybe that's it. And it was a beautiful boat. Um, so maybe that's it. But in any case, you're th th there on this beautiful sailing craft, but the, the waves are just a bit too rough, the wind a bit too strong, and you're tired, or you're just not, you just don't feel quite up to it. Then, to use the metaphor I've used before, you've got two real options. And one is to go down, turn your schooner into a submarine, and just go down 100 feet, quiet. There's just no storm down there. And the other one is to go up 20,000 feet, 30, 000, however far, far you need to go up, to get above the clouds, above the turbulence. It's clear blue sky. We've all experienced on the jets, which are at 35,000 feet. Not often are you in clouds at 35,000 feet. Once in a while, but it's rare. So it's mostly clear blue sky and sunshine, right? And so mindfulness of breathing, or awareness of awareness. Now here's one more variation, and this may serve you well. Uh, again, on turbulent days. Uh, and I've not quite taught this one before. So again, squeeze the last drop out, right? Um, the awareness of awareness, I really don't have much more to say. We'll do the final segment this morning. But in terms of mindfulness of breathing, when you feel what you need is a bit more gravitas, a bit more weight, a bit more ballast, if we use that metaphor. You need to get grounded. For that, then of course, supine position is very relaxing. That's a good step in the right direction. Supine position, shavasana. Infirmary, you know about that. Ground earth element, you know about that as well. But now we can take, we can, like with tweezers, we can take something from the awareness of awareness practice and see, and it's pure pragmatism here. Does it work or not? That's all that counts. And that is take something from awareness of awareness and apply it to mindfulness of breathing. And what we have from awareness of awareness, the central theme that comes up so repeatedly from Padmasambhava, is drawing it in, having a time, a moment, but a very brief moment, 
three seconds, five seconds, something like that, during the course of inhalation. We're saying, all right, I'm going to flex now. I'm going to flex. I'm going to draw my awareness in. I'm going to concentrate, arouse, invert, and draw my awareness penetratingly into just the very nature of awareness itself. And there's not, no time for anything else. I'm, I'm busy now. But it's a very short session, so I know this is not going to get me stressed out. I'm going to do that for a few seconds, maybe 10 seconds, if there's no breathing related, maybe 20 seconds. I'm going to come in, but then as deeply, as, con as concentratedly as I focus my attention, to a similar extent, I will utterly release into space. Releasing with no object. Inverting, arousing with no subject to grasp onto. So that we're going to take that, that oscillation motion. Rather than doing this, I'll say expansion, contraction. Take that theme now and let's apply it to mindfulness of breathing. Now, in a way, we already have arousing the attention with inhalation, releasing with exhalation. You know that very well, right? Here's another possibility. As you're releasing an awareness of awareness, as you're releasing your attention, remember that it's not just, okay, now you're not practicing awareness of awareness, now you're just spacing out. Well, that's not it. In any shamatha practice, a central theme, a very important theme, and you know this now, is sustain the flow of knowing. Don't have five seconds of knowing and then going spacing out, space cadet, and then another five, five seconds of knowing. That's not going to give stability. That's going to be object, no object, object, no object. So you know that even when you release, utterly release and relax into space, I've given the example of just holding a thread between two fingers. You very gently sustain the flow of knowing of knowing. Okay? So all that's familiar. And that holds it together. So as you're contracting, as you're coming in, that knowing of knowing gets quite sharp. And then as you release, it gets softer, but you're still maintaining continuity. Well, how about applying that now to really be able to ground, to calm, to release the energy of the turbulent mind, but this time, instead of doing it with respect to the space element and the, the luminosity of awareness, so space when you're releasing, the luminosity of awareness when you're withdrawing, that's one possibility. Here's another possibility, to do it by way of the earth element, earth and wind, and that as you, as you inhale, as if, the parallel, as if you're attending to awareness of awareness, as you inhale, focusing here. Okay, this is mindfulness of breathing. This is the real practice. As you exhale, again, making sure you're settling the respiration into natural rhythm. No force, no effort, no expulsion, no retraction, just letting it flow in and out. As you inhale, concentrate, arouse, and focus here. As you exhale, not just relaxing or releasing, as you exhale, like water settling into sand and then going down into the sand. As you exhale, let your awareness become diffuse. So it gets focused and then diffuse into the earth element, like water seeping into sand. And then just make sure you have a nice, obvious object to attend to the whole earth element, if you're in the supine position, from the back of the head to the heels. And just let your awareness settle in earth element. Total relaxation and easy. It's like coming to rest in a cradle. It's so easy to rest in earth element, and it's silent. Earth element does, doesn't go yap, 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 yap. It's not conceptual. As you're releasing into that, 
very gently just hold the thread of the awareness here, just a little bit. But really allow yourself to release full body awareness, earth element, so you have something as you breathe out. Breathing out time is a big time for chatter, big time for obsessive, compulsive, delusional chatter, right? So don't give any time to that. Say, I'm, I'm, too, I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy to give the effort to chattering as I breathe out. I just want to go to bed into the earth element. <coughs> so relax into the earth element, just, but just hold a little bit here while letting your awareness become diffuse in the earth element. Then as you breathe in, okay, now time for a new session. As you breathe in, then arouse and focus here. As you breathe out, diffuse earth element, settling, grounding, calming, all of this taking place within a non-conceptual domain of experience. Okay? There's no thoughts involved. It's just attending to sensations. You might find even if you've just been in an hour-long conversation over breakfast or over lunch or what have you, <coughs> or back home, you've just gotten off the telephone, if you can take a break, if, especially if you can go supine, you might find, excuse me, You might find that even when there are a lot of aftershocks, a lot of residual energy, turbulence, thinking that comes from the last conversation, the telephone, episode, whatever it was, that this is just a relief. It's not hard. And that is just having these short sessions of, okay, I'm going to concentrate, but just for a matter of seconds. And we all know that's easy. We've done it before, but if I just say, okay, for five seconds, let's do awareness of awareness, it's easy. All of us find it easy. Five seconds. Awareness of awareness, what's hard about that? Five seconds of mindfulness of breathing, what's hard about that? We all know a five-second session is easy. So just have a whole bunch of five-second, ten-second sessions of concentrating, focusing here during in-breath, and say, okay, session's over. Recess time, like children going out to play. And just holding this gently, but then earth element, and releasing as if the parallel, of course, is releasing your awareness into space, but gently very thinly sustaining the awareness of awareness, okay? But this is easier. It's more grounded. For wind people, for people whose minds are turbulent, energy system coming up a lot, people getting a whole lot of energy coming up in the body, more than one, here's a way of just letting that energy seep into the earth, okay? Now the complement, of course, is doing this with the awareness of awareness. And once again, you're releasing that energy now not having it like groundwater seeping into the soil, awareness of awareness, you're letting it dissipate into space. One way or another, don't get it bottled up. Not in the head, not compressed into the body. Let it seep out of the body, downwards into the earth. Let it flow out of the body into space. But as much possible, you know, don't get too pumped up with the energy. Let it diffuse into space or into earth. Okay? Good. So there's the last trick a last little technique. But it's quite nice, quite nice. And you can practice it in the middle of the night. People, especially of my, of my generation and George and a number of others, Adalina, it's easy, especially when you get a bit older, to wake up at one o'clock, two o'clock, when you really need more sleep. Maybe you've only had three hours, and you know you need more sleep, but the mind's already, ready, you know, it's already like it's six o'clock in the morning, ready to zoom off into the next day. You say, oh, give me a break. <laughs> I need some sleep here, would you? What to do? Either one of these can work. Either one of the, the earth can be really, really nice. But even, interestingly enough, 
just releasing the thoughts, releasing of, into awareness of awareness, send you right asleep. So one of those two, probably not settling the mind in its natural state. That'll probably go, and oh, there's something to do. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, like that. So either go up or down. Don't stay in the wind. Uh, don't stay in the wind if you're really trying to get to sleep. Alrighty, ready for final phase? Tomorrow we'll do, as you can imagine, something more synthetic. But let's do the final phase of Padmasambhava's instructions on awareness of awareness. As you allow your awareness to settle into the body, right down to the ground, it would be good for this to catalyze a type of Pavlovian response, an automatic response, as you become mindfully present throughout the body, that this immediately triggers a relaxation of the tension in the shoulders, the neck, all the muscles of the face, and a softening of the eyes as you set your body at ease in comfort and relaxation with stillness and vigilance. Settle your body in its natural state. Settle your respiration, settle your mind by way of mindfulness of breathing. You may try this method I've just suggested. See if it helps. It's just that simple.
then with your eyes at least partially open, let your awareness remain in space, taking nothing as an object, just being present. Some of you have asked privately, what is the difference between just being aware and being aware of awareness? Learn this through your own experience. For now, just let your awareness rest in the present moment, taking nothing as an object, and simply sustain the flow of mindfulness, being aware without distraction, without grasping. Now invert your awareness. Draw your awareness in upon itself immediately. Sense the experience of being aware, vividly. What is the very nature of this awareness? Attend closely. Deeply relax, let go, release your awareness into space, but gently sustain the flow of awareness of awareness. Initiate the oscillation at your own pace. It could be very leisurely, two or three over the next several minutes, but release and contract.
it is very easy but also erroneous to think that the center of awareness is in the head. The only thing in the head is chemicals and electricity. There's no awareness in there. See if you can relax so deeply that you have a sense of releasing your awareness downwards, like going down an elevator, down to the heart, experiencing from the heart, not taking the heart as an object to visualize, but rather as a locus from which to experience. Not with effort, but by a release of effort. See if you can release your awareness into the heart. And from that vantage point, from that place, sustain the flow of knowing, of knowing. Shamatha without an object. and release your awareness into space. Not just the space in front, space all around. And while resting in space, sustain the flow of awareness of awareness with no object, no support. And let's continue practicing in silence.
And let's bring this session to a close. almost for the last time a little bit of a reminder and that is that it's much easier to get back into meditation if you haven't been out and that is if you can just generally keep the attention engaged with something real think when you want to think that can be very useful but in between thinking knowing that there's another alternative and that's to be quiet and to engage with something that's rising up to meet you as a perceptual reality. Your feet touching the earth, your body moving, even speaking, whatever, but remaining engaged. And especially today will be a day of some talking, of course. Tomorrow, probably a lot more. So there's a good, there's a very, very good aphorism from the Tibetan tradition. Very useful. Keeps us out of a lot of trouble. And the aphorism is, when you're alone, watch your mind. When you're with others, watch your mouth. Watch what comes out. Do as little harm, maybe no harm at all. But see that the speech is right speech. So much in our world, we're not a world, we don't, we don't go around clubbing each other. There's not, in our world, not much physical violence. In my own particular experience, I don't encounter much physical violence. I see it over the television physical violence, but in my world, hardly ever see it. Somebody actually punching somebody, very rare. Sexual violence, I've never seen that. I've never seen that, you know. But verbal violence, that's not so uncommon, you know. So seeing that it doesn't come out this mouth, that whatever comes out is meaningful, that it's helpful. So when others watch the mouth, then alone, watch the mind's mouth. Oh, that's so. Let's practice. <laughs>